Welcome to the Misguided Notions Podcast. I'm Sandrine Etienne, your host. I wanted to utilize this particular episode to give you a little bit of background about why I wanted to start this. I've been a social worker for about 15 years within the healthcare industry. It really allows me to meet a number of different individuals throughout various backgrounds. I notice a common theme in that a lot of people go through life-changing experiences without talking to one another. This could be for a number of reasons. People are very resistant to talking about their shared experiences. What if we change that by having conversations with one another about our shared experience? What if you were able to obtain guidance, education, tools, and just a different perspective? I plan to have guests talking about topics ranging from maternal health, wellness, insurance, being an advocate, community organizing, sisterhood, starting over, health illiteracy, mental health, trauma, substance abuse, disability, and so much more. I truly believe that if we communicate to one another and we have this forum where we talk about some of these things that we're not really talking about, we could inspire and help one another. I was recently interviewed on the All Things Home Care podcast by my good friend Dana Arnone, and she wanted to know about life as a medical social worker, as well as all the current things that I'm working on with Misguided Notions. You get to know a little bit more about me and some of the things that I'm working on with regard to Misguided Notions podcast, so take a listen. Hi there, welcome back to All Things Home Care. I'm your host, Dana Arnone, and I'm sitting here with a very good friend of mine, Sandrini Ten. <laughs> Ten, right? Etienne. And ten. Oh, I don't have that accent. Close enough. Okay, I, was close. I won't tell Linda. Okay, this, oh, yeah, she would hate that. <laughs> How much name's easy, though? Uh, it is. It's easier than yours. So, um, Sandrine and I have known each other for a very long time. We've had the privilege of working together on many different uh, levels. Yeah. Uh, you are a medical social worker mm-hmm. who does a lot of things in the community for home care and a lot of visits throughout the borough in Nassau County. Um, so I always like to start off by saying, you know, a little bit about yourself and what does a medical social worker mean? The term medical, because not everybody is a medical social worker. Sure. So what does that mean? So basically, I so for my particular um, job that I do, I work for a major healthcare system in the area. And what I do is I go to the homes. So because there is medical social work in the hospitals, but mm-hmm. I don't do the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do the home visits. So I go in, the nurse may recommend that they get a social worker, just because they might be having a hard time adjusting to their mm-hmm. illness, or they might be dealing with a recent loss or some sort of a stressor that's ha- that they're having a hard time dealing with. So I go in and I assess the situation. And then we talk about the different services and what types of access as far as the community community resource that might be available that can help them. All right. So so you and I first met many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. You were working in a rehab facility, yes. skilled facility. Yes. Um, so that type of social work is is helped you do medical social work in the home or was it completely different? Completely because, different. Really? Like, Which you, you like my home better? I love the home better. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I could never go back. I mm-hmm. appreciate the experiences I had and the connections that I made. Mm-hmm. I would have never met you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but just being in the home is so different because you get so involved and you're so entwined into the family. And it's pretty cool to see because then a lot of times, like, you feel like you're helping but on a different level. And mm-hmm. it seems deeper because, remember, these people are opening their homes to you. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge respect that comes along with that. And not 
not everyone will just say, hey, okay, yeah, come on in. You know, so it's nice to be in that type of environment for me. So for you, um, the... There, who's who's telling you to go into the home? So you work for our, our, our certified home care company. Yes, yes. Uh, We won't mention which one it is, yeah, but we yeah. both know. Yes. Um, and so when the nurse goes in and sees there's issues yes. in the home, and yes. so they'll, record, they'll they'll call they'll call into our department and say, hey, we need a social worker, mm-hmm. and then I'll go in and assess and see what their needs are. See, for me being a nurse, um, nursing minds, social work minds uh, are, are different. Absolutely. But over the years, <laughs> I become more of a social worker mind mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I've seen so many, the the impact that social workers can have on a family or an individual Mm -hmm. Um, and most of my best friends are social workers so Mm -hmm. I have no choice now but (laughs) you know for me I never really realized the the impact and the importance of a social worker. I think people don't really, um, they underutilize social work, or they use, they use social work for things that really aren't there. Aren't really necessary. necessary. Yeah, yeah like, let me see. One of the things might be, um, okay, and listen, I'm not saying that I don't know insurance per se, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll get a call, oh, hey, Sandrine, they're having an insurance issue or some sort of a question. Or a billing problem. The, yeah, a billing <laughs> issue. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't call, let's say, for example, if it's Empire. I can't call Empire for them. Mm-hmm. They have to call for themselves right. and dispute that. So, like, with that, it seems, while it may seem appropriate, mm-hmm. it's not really appropriate. However, if someone is dealing with the loss of their loved one, like their spouse, listen, I have people, they've been married for 50 years, and then all of a sudden, their spouse comes, it, it just passes away all of a sudden, and they need help with that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's as an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Some, not all the time, but sometimes they don't, the nurses may not think or someone might not think that, oh, hey, let me put in the social worker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, for um, for me, one of the biggest things that we see a lot is, um, you know, the elderly now are becoming isolated. Mm-hmm. They're homebound where they were never homebound before. Mm-hmm. So their life, their life circumstances have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally uh, would put social work on every single one of mm-hmm. my families mm-hmm. because I believe on some level social work can impact people, you know, especially with, um, you know, the elderly that, that are suffering from depression or dementia and the families don't know how to deal with their their demented uh, family members so they're 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 at their wits end they don't you know so we put social worker i use social workers Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. um and it's not something that's reimbursable for me so that's something that i really have to believe that it's it's gonna do uh you know help out the family for me to put a social worker in the house um so we have social workers go in and we help them with medicaid Mm -hmm. uh, we help them with applying for medicaid i know that you you used to help us with that as well we do little psychosocial analysis Mm -hmm. of families to see exactly what the background was and, and and a little bit of how we can help, you know, make their lives a little bit better. Absolutely. But a lot of times you find that you're going in for the the patient or the family or both. It's both, but honestly, I feel that it's more so the family. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, giving them that support systems. Yeah. So when you go in, do you talk about entitlements? Do you I do. Talk about- I do. I talk about like things like Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so my particular agency, we um, a huge payer source for us is Medicare, and um, so I go in and I talk to them about some of the services that are available, available through Medicare, which unfortunately is not a lot no, for no. home care. Mm-hmm. And then I have to talk about, well, maybe have you considered Medicaid? Or maybe you have some sort of long-term care insurance that mm-hmm. we could tap into that might give you the services that you need. So under Medicare, because people are probably going to ask this question. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get this phone mm-hmm. call. So the the if someone says, my family member is depressed, mm-hmm. Or my fa- my mom doesn't want to go outside. Or you know we're seeing a change in mom's behaviors. Mm-hmm. A lot of behavioral health is a big thing social workers deal with all the time. Sure. Um, Medicare does not cover social work alone. No, no. They so don't. 
Right. So if someone's looking for that social worker uh, to come in and, and they have Medicare, mm -hmm. they would have to have another skill um, uh, mm -hmm. issue in the home. Sure, and sure. then they bring social worker sure. in, which is really, you know, it's sad because there's, sad. sometimes there's social things that, you know, they don't mean be mobile and physical and right. don't need that extra care, but they do need that, that guidance that a social worker yeah, can provide. and support. And support, support system. Yeah. So um, there are uh, social workers that I deal with that are able to uh, go in by themselves and bill Medicare, mm -hmm. um, which is uh, something that we'll talk about in another podcast. Mm -hmm. But for you, Primarily, you're going in because there was a skilled issue going yes. on, a need for nursing or physical yes. therapy, and they're bringing you in as a support to the family. Absolutely. So do you ever do multiple visits, or is it just a one-time thing? So interesting that you asked that mm -hmm. question. So years ago, Medicare used to be way more lenient, mm -hmm. I'll say, yes. but now they've shortened the visits a lot. So if it's a Medicare case, traditionally we're allowed up to two visits now. They, you know, as long as a nurse can justify that she or needs to come or a physical therapy can justify, we can still come in. However, there is an endpoint, which is a huge issue. So mm -hmm. like if I'm dealing with someone that needs those regular visits, I might refer them out to an agency that is able to That was to my next Medicare. question. So the, you, there are people, so if you're going into a home or if a medical social worker is going mm -hmm. into a home and they're finding that it's not more, it's it's definitely there's a need there, mm -hmm. um, past what the Medicare is going to provide, mm -hmm. you can help them find that extra support yes, system. Yes, absolutely. And do you help them find like maybe like day programs or social day programs? Or yeah, so? we do, as part of that as well, um, you know, again, unfortunately we are governed by insurances, mm -hmm. so Ultimately, whether or not there's some sort of a community resource that you can tap into that might be free or might be low-cost sliding scale if your insurance doesn't cover mm -hmm. that type of thing, we can try to help you find some sort of solution. Yeah, so that's mm -hmm. what we always do because when yeah. I was a visiting nurse for a long time, we brought mm -hmm. social worker in just to talk about community resource. Right. That was a major thing. Sure. You know, hook them up with Meals on Wheels, hook yeah. them up with uh, Catholic Charities, or yeah. hook them up with, and that's really what the social workers would come exactly. in to help with too. Right. As well as, you know, the behavioral health, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, um, the, the depression, Mm -hmm. the isolation, right. just someone to talk to and give them some therapy. And adjust as well. Yeah, that's true, too, because if they, if you know, you got to think about it. If you're, you know, one day you're out walking about food shopping and doing your thing, and the next day you're home and you can't get out of bed, it's it's. That's that's tragic. traumatic. Yeah, yeah, it's very traumatic. And social work is a big part of helping them transition through that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, well, yesterday I had a woman, and I saw her twice already. And her biggest thing is, she's 93 years old. Hmm. She was driving. That's crazy. Okay, and she went into the hospital came home and is just not herself mm -hmm. and the idea of her not being able to drive and that's a conversation that you know she felt she felt open enough with me to tell me about that and how she felt that her family wasn't supporting her mm -hmm. in a sense that they want her to they have like a list of things that they wanted her to do and she's like but wait a minute I, I'm just trying to grasp at this one issue mm -hmm. so let me find my peace in that way and They're then not let's tackle the other stuff Right. I'm sure that's actually a big thing that happens yeah. a lot. You know, oh, taking yeah. the car away for at the... You know, oh, my gosh. It's, it's a big, yeah, big yeah, deal. Right? I know. And there's actually a resource that I know of. Um, I'm not sure all of where they go, but, mm -hmm. like, they actually will come in and assess to see if the person can drive. Oh, get out of here. Yes. My yes. husband's uh, aunt is going to be 100, and I think she was Ooh. driving at 98 years old, her oh big old Cadillac goodness. in Brooklyn. And, uh, in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> and so when they took the car away, uh, well, they didn't take it away. That sounds mean. But when they, you know, the suggested keys. that she not drive anymore, <laughs> yeah. uh, someone took the keys, someone stole the car. You know, that was, like, her biggest... Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that beyond everything else, yeah. it was that lack of independence of yes. getting in a car and going to where you want to go. Yeah. Now you have to ask for someone to take you somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that we we take it for granted. We absolutely. just get in our car and go. Because remember, realize. one of the first things that you learned when you were young, maybe at 16, mm -hmm. was the... Uh, 
I learned, I got my permit. Yeah. Like, Yay. hey, I was able to drive. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> I true. was able to drive and I was able to go where I needed to go and that was it. And now, at my age, mm-hmm. let's say I'm 100, you're telling me all of a sudden I can't yeah. drive. Now my kids me? have to drive me? <laughs> right. I know, that's funny. No, it's not funny. It's sad. I yeah, know, it's it be me. Yeah. That, when somebody right. says I can't dye my hair anymore, we got a problem. <laughs> exactly. That, that in my car. Right, right, uh, right. But I also wanted to say, you know, not only, you know, having known you through the years doing mm-hmm. medical social work, community, you, mm-hmm. you two were telling me that you started a podcast yes, yourself. So yes, yes. podcasts are a big thing. <laughs> because you and I feel the same way, that there's yes. a lot of information that we can share with people. Yes. And a podcast is a great way to get that message out yes, and help perfect people. perfect form. Yes. Perfect. So what's your podcast about? Because so, I'm going to come on your podcast. Oh, next. yes, you are. Okay, very good. Okay, so basically I come in and I talk to people like yourself mm-hmm. and we offer education and support and guidance and helping people to know the different things that may be available to them. Let's say they're going through some sort of life-changing experience that they might need support. There's a variety of things that you could be going through that you don't even realize. Like, hey, um, well, I heard about this on this podcast, Mm -hmm. and maybe I can apply this to whether, even if it's not for yourself, maybe for a loved one, someone that you love, an aunt, an uncle, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, you know, all these different things. And just having that opportunity where you hear from someone who's been through it, who has that experience, I think is just so Mm mind-blowing and so empowering in a way. Yeah. See, that's why I feel like me. I mean, everybody that I've brought on so far, I've Mm -hmm. known them, Mm -hmm. and I've done the job. So, but no one wants to listen to Dana talk about that. Right, right, right. So I figured, (laughs) let me bring some other people on and maybe, and and talk it in a different perspective and say it in a different way. so people can see that there's a lot of people out there that want to share information. Yes. We're all in this world together. Absolutely. So I feel like, you know, Liv Sandrine can, you know, talk about something that yes. somebody may be able to benefit from, especially mm-hmm. I don't think people realize that community medical social workers yes. can really help and guide you and give the information that maybe you're looking for instead of just Absolutely. making all these random phone calls or Googling whatever. Right. You know, the social workers will come to the house and really help and support them. Give you like a checklist of the different things that you can do, the steps that you can take to help you just to deal with this. Yeah. So do you have a name for your podcast? Yet? Yes. You do? So, okay, so stay tuned, but the Misguided Notions podcast. <laughs> oh, Because, like again, yes, there so are again. misguided notions out there. <laughs> yes, I yes, know, exactly. Good. There's a lot of misguided yes. notions out there, and I hope that by talking to people like Dana or known who knows, like, the ins and outs of this business just to have like some sort of a guide and a tool for you should you be going through a situation that you might need assistance with people like her can be so helpful to you and let's share our stories you know let's do it sharing the story the best thing that you can do is to talk about your real life experiences because you will be surprised how much you can change someone's thank you for listening Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend about the Misguided Notions podcast.